This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Picture this it's the 17th century, and you're Isaac Newton, chilling in your garden, munching on some apples. Suddenly, one falls on your head, and you're like, hold up! Why did this apple fall straight down and not sideways Mm -hmm. or upwards? And just like that, boom! You've formulated gravitational theory. Pretty impressive, right? Newton's theory showed that the force that makes apples fall and keeps us on the ground is the same force that keeps planets in their orbits. Sure, Newton's theory might not have been enough to get us GPS, but it was enough to blast us into space. But Isaac Newton wasn't the only brainiac who figured out gravity. In fact, according to a new study, Leonardo da Vinci beat him to it by over a hundred years. The study analyzed some of Leonardo's sketches and discovered he had a pretty solid understanding of gravity's pull. This idea came to his mind when he was playing around with sand pouring from a jar. He soon realized that if the jar was pulled at the same speed as the force pulling down the grains, the sand would form a triangle. It's like a DIY experiment that ended up helping us understand the change in speed of a falling object over time. Da Vinci himself seems to have been on a mission to solve the mystery of gravity and acceleration. That's why he conducted some ingenious experiments relying solely on his imagination and expert experimental techniques. And guess what? The gravitational constant he discovered was later used by Newton to define his laws of motion, including gravity, and by Einstein in his theory of general relativity. Even though Leonardo knew he found something cool, he wasn't quite sure what it was. Da Vinci might have been a little confused about the whole thing because he believed in Aristotle's ideas. Back in the day, Aristotle supposed that gravity was just the natural order of things and that objects tended to arrange themselves without any outside force. The Greek philosopher himself was onto something too, but these days we know it's way more complicated than that. As for Leonardo da Vinci, he was a real visionary when it came to gravity. His experiments were so accurate, they calculated the elusive gravitational constant with a whopping 97% accuracy. Wow. Da Vinci was so clever that he didn't even need to know the exact value of the gravitational force to understand how falling objects work. He used geometry to figure out the laws of motion, which just goes to show that you don't always need fancy equipment to do great science. Da Vinci just didn't help us out with the basics of gravity. He's also the man behind the invention of the parachute. He even drew up plans for a parachute-like contraption made from reinforced cloth and wooden poles. According to Leonardo, this 12 arms wide and 12 tall invention would allow a person to jump off a tall building without sustaining any injuries. He didn't call it that for sure, but it sure sounds like the definition of a parachute if you ask me. Fast forward to 2000, and a British skydiver decided to give Leonardo's creation a go by jumping out of a hot air balloon positioned a whopping 10,000 feet above South Africa. Although he did deploy a conventional parachute before landing, our skydiver spent a solid 5 minutes gently gliding down to Earth strapped under Leonardo's device. Not bad for a 15th century invention. 
Now, Leo didn't just stop at objects that could help us descend from the sky, but also thought about machines that might help us fly. Leonardo da Vinci's wildest idea was probably a winged flying machine, also known as the ornithopter. This bad boy was designed to fly like a bird, with flapping winged appendages and all. Leonardo must have spent countless hours studying birds and bats to come up with such a wacky invention. The ornithopter had a wooden frame, self-covering, and a rod and pulley system that the pilot would control with pedals and a hand lever. And get this, steering was done with a headpiece. Talk about a hands-free experience. Unfortunately, the lack of an engine made it pretty tough to take off. Back in the 15th century, people were already getting creative with their water adventures too. Da Vinci was one of those innovators who designed a diving suit out of cane, leather tubes, and steel rings to explore the depths of the sea. And get this, it wasn't just for leisurely exploration, it was also intended as a sneaky surprise attack on enemy ships. Plus, the suit had an inflatable balloon-like device to help the diver adjust their buoyancy. Now, let's set the record straight here. You might have heard this about Da Vinci before, but it's a myth. He did not invent the clock. However, he did contribute to the tickers we use today by designing a clock that was more accurate than any other of its time. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's so special about a clock? Da Vinci's clock was no ordinary timepiece. It had not one, but two mechanisms for measuring time. One for hours and one for minutes. This clock even had a dial to keep track of the moon phases. It was like having a mini planetarium at your disposal. And instead of using boring old weights, Da Vinci used springs to power his clock. Oh, and did I mention he threw in some diamonds and rocks for good measure? Well, I just did. Da Vinci's next invention will have you laughing and crying at the same time. At one point throughout his career, he was once tasked with building the biggest horse statue in the world. As you'd expect, he wasn't one to shy away from a challenge. He soon got to work designing a massive 24-foot bronze statue. But that was just the beginning. He had to create a clay model covered in bronze and make sure the statue was evenly coated or it would be unstable. The inventor used his experience designing other objects to invent a new mold-making technique and even an oven to heat the bronze. But just as he was about to bronze the statue, his commissioners took the bronze away. The statue was no longer a priority, and they needed to repurpose the metal. Talk about bad luck. Leo da Vinci was said to have been so heartbroken, he even said, I will speak of the horse no more. Hundreds of years later, a man named Charles Dent from Pennsylvania decided to revive da Vinci's statue project. He spent a whopping 17 years working on it. And finally, in 1999, the horse was completed and gifted to the people of Milan, Italy. Have you ever heard about Leonardo da Vinci's grand plans for an ideal city? This man wasn't just an artist, architect, and inventor. He was also a dreamer with epic ambition. His idea was to create a whole city that would be more united with better communication and services. He was also keen on living in a city with better sanitation to prevent the rapid spread of diseases. This was pretty common back in the day, when medicine wasn't as available as now. And this is what he thought about. A city with connected canals that would be used for both commerce and sewage. There would be upper and lower areas, with upper roads being super broad to avoid jamming people together. 
And of course, being an artist and architect, the city would be a feast for the eyes, with gorgeous buildings featuring large arches and pillars. Da Vinci thought of everything, even special stables for horses, which he saw as integral to the workings of the city. And fresh air vents in buildings? Yep, he had that covered too. Unfortunately, his grand plan was never realized because it required rebuilding an entire city. Da Vinci's concepts are not only relevant today, but also provide a great starting point for urban development. Numerous experts believe that creating a condensed city, constructed vertically rather than horizontally, and blended with the natural environment, may help contemporary cities become more livable. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.